4: Alice K. It's another Sunday on the Burn Barrel. In the books? Is it in the books yet? It's in the books.
2: Is it on the books or in the
4: books? In the books. All I have to do is tell you this, Alice. Early this morning I woke up. Mm-hmm. Um, but having have a slept a, a good long time, according to my CPAP. But um, I was getting kicked in the back by my whatever-year-old he is, was. Who was a little restless? It was a that.
2: seven-year-old, yeah.
4: It was woken up every four minutes, but that's fine. So I got enough sleep, whatever. And then I get a push message, Alice, mm-hmm. with some horrific news. Some absolutely horrific news. I don't even know how to how to say this. This is so painful to have to report. This is just okay. the worst possible thing I could ever have ever have stumbled upon. Are you ready? I'm ready. I can listen to it again. Here it is. Oh no, Megan. Where is God? Megan Rapino coughs it up, chokes. U.S. women's uh, soccer team, the ingrates, the kneeling. For uh, the national anthem, uh, you know, uh, BLM, George Floyd, America sucks, pay us more, um, ingrates uh, the, st- the the bad sportsmanship always with other teams when they win because they're a-holes, um, has lost, they're eliminated, the Swedes beat them, and um, they weren't standing for our national anthem or singing it like the other countries do who love their countries because these are spoiled little brats. And I effing love it. I love it so much. I'm so happy. And I didn't even know till like a few minutes ago there was Rapino herself that just coughed it up. Oh, the biggest a hole in professional <laughs> sports. Oh, that's so great. Ah, I gotta. It's say. funny too. Uh, you reply when
2: you post about this on Twitter and you replied to one of the comments and it's actually the same comment that I had this noticed earlier that sparked joy for me is you had one commenter on your Twitter that said, are you Swedish Tom or are you just a childish little bee that likes to see young upset yeah, called- American girls, which immediately led me to Google how old Megan Rapino is because it never occurred to me that the US women's soccer team were young girls and... It seems to me that it's actually kind of sexist to call 38-year-old women young girls. Isn't it?
4: Um, well, yes, it is, obviously. I mean,
2: she's an adult professional woman. Whatever way that you get motivated,
1: um, to get motivated. Like, this is the, the, this is what you train for.
0: Good change of pace from LeBron oh. Rapinoe.
4: Anyway, it's just showing. So I was looking for all the cuts I had that are on the other computer, whatever, of, of her being an a hole. But um, yeah, she's the absolute worst. She's a jerk. This team is not likable. They're just—they're just terrible. And I'm glad they got blown out. And I hope that the—if if, I hope every American team full of ingrates gets blown out. I'm all for it. we no time for this. It's a fucking demand. Pay, pay us more. It's like go get paid more.
2: Well, now, and actually, the whole like equal pay thing they were complaining about they specifically negotiated that package so that their pay was not based on whether or not they won it wasn't as performance based they guaranteed themselves like certain benefits like i forgot what it was maternity leave or whatever stupid stuff that they wanted they negotiated a package deal that guaranteed them certain benefits as a part of their quest for equal pay and they got everything that they wanted and then they complained that if their contract had been structured like the men's contract which was more performance based and they performed as well as they did that year that they would have made more money. Well like yeah cuz you guys negotiated a deal where you wanted it this way. Like they, they're just complainers. And yes, like it, yes, of course. It's Twitter just, commenter. It's just, it's just, yes, of course. It does make you happy when annoying, whiny people are disappointed. Yes, (laughs) It makes you happy. Um, I'm thinking about
1: the civil rights leaders and the champions of equality and the people who never made it into the room but fought so hard so that others like me would. I can't help but feel inspired and grateful to them. Great. This
4: is excellent. I look in vain for one of the 500 cuts I have of uh, Megan Rapino being ungrateful, and I find one piece of, of her YouTube, being grateful. She's very grateful. <laughs> Great. That's all I need. Start from the beginning, by the way. Start so, from- a deep
1: sense of self without the words to say. And today I did when I walked into the Oval Office uh, here at the White House. Just you can't help but pause and take a moment to acknowledge those who have walked these halls before you. Um, thinking about the civil rights leaders and the champions of equality, I could have only dreamed that I would be standing in the position I am today at the White House. I'm also a professional athlete, and I've helped, along with all of my teammates uh, virtually here today, one teammate literally here today, uh, win four World Cup championships and four Olympic gold medals for the United States. And despite those wins, I've been devalued, I've been disrespected and dismissed because I am a woman. And I've been told that I don't deserve any more than less because I am a woman.
4: Did somebody say that to her?
2: You don't deserve more than less, Megan, because you're a woman.
4: Wow. Do you think when they're handing over the big checks to the men's soccer team, they're saying, you know what, it's just because you're a man. Or is it because the people in the earth want to see the best soccer available?
2: It's because the people on the want to see the best soccer available, and that's you know what it takes. By the to way, she so that- by
4: the way, she's also a small brain because she's also all for trans women playing soccer. So she's <laughs> gonna be literally replaced by some some other dude with, with pink hair.
2: Right. It's that's especially hilarious because it is gonna mean that, I mean, soon probably as many people will watch women's soccer as watch men's soccer because it's gonna be just as there good. There you go.
4: <laughs> and you won't have to have special deals negotiated, etc.
2: Yeah just like the WNBA is going to become as good as the NBA in a few years <laughs> because they'll be they'll have just as good of players. People will tune into the games. It'll it'll become huge because it'll be men playing it. So congrats women athletes, you'll have gotten what you wanted.
4: I also uh, know that we're at the lowest because the guy said well, the, the guy the the footy fan as he says it mm-hmm. is who said, "Are you Swedish or are you just a bitch because because um, these are girls and you're bad with them. Like, I'm not the one crying over girls' soccer, sir. You know, <laughs> footy fan 6097 or whatever. It's like... Right. God, it's beautiful.
2: I did love on Twitter. I saw one person that said that the U.S. should refuse to participate in soccer because it's beneath us. Which, oh, so true. It's like the one sport that we, like, don't really seem to care At all, if we win. Yes, but it's interesting because the wrestling world cares a lot about soccer.
4: Yeah, but they always have. It's just you know, I mean, I think it's a great sport, not to watch.
2: I think yeah, I was going to say I think it's more fun to play than to watch. Yeah, it's
4: excellent. It's great exercise, and but but uh, and I have no I have no problem with it, and I understand the like the it's more. Baseball moves slow. There's a lot of rules, a lot of stuff happening. Soccer is very simple. You get it, mm-hmm. um, and I just think a lot of people think that football now, especially, you know, well, suburban moms are very worried of, about football.
2: Doesn't require a ton of like fancy equipment or anything, right? But to also to get into it.
4: Also, I think it's, I think soccer is a good domain. I think that the. A Canada Goose wearing set of wine moms in nice towns mm-hmm. like to see their handsome sons in soccer uniforms playing soccer.
2: Yeah, that's. true. I really think
4: that there's something about it. You know, they can see, first of all, their kids aren't covered by pads and things, like, things like that. There generally isn't um, um, violence. Mm-hmm. Generally, um, it, it's. I think that that a lot of subur- suburban once again, these are wine moms of Melrose, West Hartford, etc., edit their kids and don't want them playing high school football. This isn't complete, but I think there's a very a class thing in, in a lot of suburban towns where mm-hmm. they don't want them near the high school football players. You know, those guys are right. gross. And, and Like like everybody who works for the town, like their kids might play high school football and they don't, they don't yeah. hang out with those people. You know how they feel. So um, so I think it's more of a, a go-to, but Anyway, I'm celebrating I am celebrating uh Fred
2: I'm happy for you. This is the most interest I've seen you take in soccer, I think, during the, the whole course I of did our play relationship
4: for a few years. Um, um, but I
2: mean like watching soccer or being interested in the results of soccer.
4: yeah, no, only this <laughs>
2: It's the only one you care about now, yeah, and only because they've been so out there telling us this stuff. Did you get that audio of Megan Rapino?
4: I've, I've been, been I... looking for audio for eight and a half years. Why do we have something?
2: Well, I had sent us one, and I thought you had sent it back to me. So I thought you had. I did. Head. Well, I'll send it to you again. Um, where they asked her what her um, her best moment of.
4: Okay, hang on. Let me find it here. I'm sorry. I've been looking for. I've been. It's a long story. I it's failed. not old
2: audio. It's from today after she lost.
4: Okay. Okay. I hadn't seen this whatsoever. So let me find this here.
2: I just resent it. You to just
4: resent it. Thank you very much for working with me. Here we go.
1: Is there a memory that stands out to you right now in this moment? Oh, um, I mean, probably equal pay chance um, after the final. Um, And I think, you know, they were saying equal pay, but could have been saying a lot of things. I think this team has always fought for so much more, and uh, that's been – the most rewarding part for me, of course, playing in World Cups and winning championships and doing all that. But um, you know, to know that we've used our really special talent to do something, <laughs> you know, that's really like changed the world forever. I think that means the most to me. And God, you know, the players in this locker. God.
4: Su- I'm sorry, suburban women. Uh, that's her
1: most important upscale memory. Upscale suburban
4: women with Range Rovers soccer. and families whose daughters, rich daughters, got to play soccer their whole lives are so self-important. It's so freaking ridiculous. And I would say that this is a suburban women problem. It's not. Unfortunately, now, from millennials and down, the men are just as bitchy now and self-important. Mm-hmm. Like, Like, we've got a... There is a deficit. She
2: changed the world for the better.
4: I know. I changed the world. That made me happy. Okay. <laughs> well, so did Leah Thomas. He changed the world, too. Mm-hmm. Made him happy to do it.
2: He's People a trailblazer, like a civil rights hero.
4: All right, let's go from hero to heel. Donald Trump today. This is a, a pretty damn good segment on Meet the Press with Chuck Todd and Donald Trump's Trump's lawyer, John Loro. There's a lot to glean from this. This is... Um, it starts with a question about Pence and how Pence, um, he Chuck Todd and John Lord were going out, back and forth on whether or not Trump had actually broken the law or defied the Constitution. They had a squabble over the difference, and and Chuck Todd said, "Well, Pence said that it was that that you said that, that Trump had broken the law, and so we start from uh, there."
5: Mr. Pence has never said is that he thought President Trump was acting criminally. Indeed, Vice President Pence is an attorney. If he at any point said or thought that that Mr. Trump, President Trump, was acting unlawfully or contrary to criminal law, he would have said that. No one ever suggested that uh, President Trump
3: was you know, exercising. Actually, he his has pride. said that. And by the
5: way, there's another. He said the president
3: asked him to violate the constitution. No, he's never. He said the president asked him to violate the constitution. No, he never said which is. He's, Another way of saying he asked him to break said, the
5: law. he never said, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. i a, a, a technical violation of the constitution is not a violation of criminal law. That's just plain wrong. And to say that is contrary to decades uh, let me, right. of, of we're, we're, uh, legal, while we, le- uh, legal no, let's get out As of the you constitution. And I about, say one last thing if I could go ahead.
2: As you and I talked about in the car, when we were listening to this, obviously There are cases when people disagree about whether something violates the Constitution or not. And the president has the power to take a lot of actions that may violate the Constitution, a court might find afterwards. In fact, Biden has taken a ton of actions that Mm -hmm. he admitted before he did them. He thought a court was going to find violated the Constitution. And yet nobody is trying to throw him in jail for criminally being criminally liable for doing some crime of violating the constitution should he be impeached i mean i would argue yes that like the the rent moratorium um the eviction the eviction moratorium the student loan stuff Mm -hmm. the the mask mandates the vaccine mandates that courts have all found to be unconstitutional that like maybe some of those he should be impeached for but nobody's ever argued that biden should be criminally prosecuted By a prosecutor and a judge and a jury to go to jail for, like, in the course of his duties, writing executive orders that turn out to be unconstitutional.
4: Correct. Let's continue here. At... Well, no,
5: because this is a constitutional case. This is this is going to be the most important civil rights constitutional case in decades. And there's one other issue that's very important. Everything that President Trump did was while he was in office as a president. He, he is now immune from prosecution for acts that he takes in connection with
4: those uh, policies. So he said this on three different Sunday shows. Yeah, all three everyone. times the hosts were like, aha. So you're going to try that old gag to try to get the case tossed. Right. It's about to happen. See so you're going to try to. The to
5: administration has, has not addressed that.
4: A, a,
3: an in, interesting uh, legal place you're going to go that will also create some constitutional questions. I want to get you to respond, though, to something that yeah, and seems a that is a, that bit is a more big stra- question.
2: That is a big question. Can you criminally prosecute Joe Biden for breaking the Constitution by doing mask mandates or something? That it turns out somebody a judge finds are unconstitutional.
4: I agree.
3: I Break
2: mean, forward. That's, that's the idea of all these things, is that when the president is doing stuff as president, you know, and, and disagrees, and the courts say XYZ was unconstitutional, take a step back. That's not within your executive powers. That's an overreach. Like, is that a criminal prosecution issue? Like, that is a really big question. Well, right.
4: right? And if it is, well, then, okay. Well, then I mean, we're going to start mean, throwing if, a if lot it, of that presidents is so, in if jail. If that's so, then... The president, for simply accusing those border patrol officers of whipping somebody mm-hmm. and punishing them, should be himself. You know, um, possibly the have action taken against him. Right. First of all, he—I know it's civil, but he slandered them, um, and and but also. like he, He created out of well, maybe that just is so. I don't know. Not a lawyer.
3: On uh, intent, it's the infamous phone call in Georgia. Let me play an excerpt.
0: The ballots are corrupt, and you're going to find that they are, and which is totally illegal. It's 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 more illegal for you than it is for them because you know what they did, and you're not reporting it. That's a you know that's a criminal that's a criminal offense. All I want to do is this. I just want to find. Uh, Eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes, which is one more that we have, because we won the state.
3: If he had proof he won the state, why did he threaten the secretary of state with a criminal, uh, with with a with a criminal charge?
4: So you and I both caught this obviously when it was there was, there was, there was no, no threat. threat. There was no threat. He's saying he, the, the, he believes
2: threat. that. For the Secretary of State to count ballots that he knows are fraudulent ballots, he believes that that's illegal criminally.
4: Well, right. And so the left does this, especially with Trump, is that they are willing to bridge what's been said to what they really need to feel to validate Mm -hmm. their proposition that he is a unique historic criminal and a malevolent figure. So they're willing to bridge it themselves. There was a threat there. That was a dog whistle.
2: He said there were fine people on both sides. Exactly. He told the Proud Boys to stand down.
5: That wasn't a threat at all. What he was asking for is is for Raffensperger to get to the truth. He believed that there were in excess of of 10,000 votes that were counted illegally. And what he was asking for is the Secretary of State to act appropriately and find... Uh, these votes that were counted um, illegally. Uh, that was an aspirational, hold on one second, that was an aspirational ask. He's entitled to petition even state government, but that doesn't, that doesn't involve an obstruction of fe- well, then
4: I'm you. Yes, please do. Hold on, let me read back a little bit
5: uh that was an aspir hold on one second that was an aspirational ask he's entitled to petition even state government but that doesn't that doesn't involve an obstruction of federal government but what the biden administration has said is somehow president trump obstructed a federal proceeding that relates to what was going on in the states and yeah. president trump had every right to ask the secretary of state i believe that this election was conducted improperly there are deficiencies here i want to see if there are more than 10,000 votes or whatever the number was that were counted illegally. Once again, that's core political speech.
2: Now, it- and I think that um, the left has made a mistake here, conflating all these things, um, conflating the riot on January 6th with what Trump was trying to get Pence to right. do with what I think is the most dangerous part of the case for Trump is that uh, are those slates of electors Mm-hmm. Because those people actually are in the court system. Those people have been charged with fraud because they sent in letters to the state saying that they were electors. You have something on you? I do. Yeah. Other side. Oh, it fell. Okay. Oh. Um. So those people are being charged with fraud because they did like submit fake paperwork, and you know, depending how close Trump was to telling them to do that versus other people close to him. You know, I think that depends. I'm not sure Trump tends to be pretty careful about actually directly involving himself with things like with all the Michael Cohen stuff and that the um, the Trump organization stuff that he's, you know, managed to skate on getting in trouble for a lot of that stuff. I think he was probably pretty far from telling those people to submit fraudulent letters. You know, I think he probably kept himself kind of far away personally from that. Yes. So I, I have trouble seeing like how he's going to be found to be involved in that. But I do think that that's like that's that's the part of the this case, this January 6th case, supposedly, even though those actions don't quite relate to January 6th per se, um, where where I think he's like in the most legal danger, mm-hmm. not being a lawyer. Well, myself, somebody but, had
4: to have told him to do it
2: yeah they were being there was some sort of effort to try and do this now whether trump personally was involved in that effort or not or whether it was just people around him or other lawyers or what was going on is not clear to me but um you know it's not clear to me that he was directly involved in that quote conspiracy right um and, and so that's that's where i think that one falls short but now by but, but they're not, it,
4: but they're not taking the time to even mention really would prioritize that one they're, what they're saying is like well, what yeah, you're saying right here is that they're saying
2: they're mixing w- up all these says, things what he says the yes Georgia at the end stuff, of the day
4: uh, the, the 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 peaceful transfer of power happened They said, the january 26th peaceful to you sir okay so that's as far as you're willing to yeah. go before you get emotional
2: yeah and 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 you know the georgia stuff isn't even in this indictment one of the shows i forgot which one also had jamie raskin on was that chuck todd
4: no. they also
2: uh it no, was, was uh um, state of the union maybe had jamie no raskin? that was
4: um major garrett was on it was doing it
2: okay well anyway jamie raskin was on who obviously that's has been big on the january 6th committee and Yes, Um, the January 6th committee and all that stuff. And he's talking about how Trump should be getting charged with, you know, conspiracy with aiding and abetting an insurrection because he's talked about potentially pardoning the people who did the January 6th stuff. Well, obviously, not only is that not in these charges at all and easily could be if the prosecutor thought there were any chance of doing that, but once again... Pardoning somebody as president cannot possibly make you into, like, some kind of accessory to their criminal charges. That would be an absurd legal case to make. Of course. I mean, it It, it just makes no sense whatsoever. Presidents pardon all kinds of people. You know, it, it doesn't... Right To say it, it, that you're a part of a criminal plot because you're going to, as president, pardon somebody is just... That's an absolutely outrageous legal case to make. But once
4: again... Well, it's it's also, like... You're, Trump is guilty because hypothetically... He, if he... he hypothetically, ruined. to March 20th from now, he could shoot Mike Pence in the head. <laughs> that proves he's... This is January 6th. And as a matter of fact,
2: he didn't pardon the January 6th people when he had the chance to, which Mm -hmm. was when he was president. He could have easily pardoned them in those last two weeks in office, and he did not. So, you know, now he's going around saying he's going to pardon them. So what that makes him aiding and abetting a conspiracy to overthrow the U.S. government. I mean, mean, that just seems like a crazy thing to even suggest, which I'm sure is why they're not prosecuting it, because there's no legal case to be made that he was part of an insurrection. You can't do it. And Jamie Raskin, who's an attorney, ought to know that. I, I mean I'm sure he does. Of course it's,
4: he knows. Just, This is a <laughs> this is this guy all- who didn't want to have the electors count in twenty sixteen, who was on a January sixth committee. This is a it's just a whatever.
2: Of course. And the whole reason I mean
4: This is what these are the Democrats the, the the have the been way, made liars because the media covers for them. So they're not having to protect any flank. So Jimmy Matt Raskin can go and be an election denier in 2016, and then be the chair of the uh, you know January 6th committee, and he doesn't have to. Worry. He can do. You mm-hmm. don't have to worry about being a hypocrite because you don't get called right. out by any of the huge uh, established media.
2: Yeah. Now, of course, follow me down a little proposed hypothetical path here. Um, suppose in 2024, Trump is reelected president. But the left feels that in certain states there was voter suppression and they feel that even though they can't manage to bring a legal case of voter suppression in any of those states and everybody followed the appropriate state laws um, that, you know, that there was real voter suppression in those states. And therefore the results or there was, you know, maybe Russians made Facebook posts that were unfair in Wisconsin and that, you know, those Wisconsin results really are not
0: so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
2: Fair results. Right. They were impacted by illegal Russian Facebook ads, mm-hmm. right? So would you potentially have uh, any Democrats arguing that Kamala Harris should not count um the Wisconsin electoral votes. <laughs> I'm just wondering... All of
4: this history begins um, on that ratification day in 2025, I guess it would be. They will have
2: no shame. Yes, because this is all going to be gone. We've all, seen everything. this literally happen one time, so we know that they're willing to argue it. But the fact that they turn around and argued the opposite for... After January 6th, 2021, for all of the last, you know, four years, when we get to the next presidential inauguration, when we get there, they will not be ashamed to turn around and go back to arguing the same thing. We've seen them do the same thing with the Supreme Court, with the filibuster, with everything else. Like, when they're in power... It's one set of rules, and then when it's the other way, Republicans should really de-escalate and turn the rules back so it's fairer to the Democrats who aren't in power. Every time. Every Mm -hmm. time they're willing to turn back around and argue the same, the the exact opposite position that they had when it was their team. They have absolutely zero compunction about it. And I happen to be in the camp personally, that the vice president does not have any special power to decide which electoral votes count and which don't.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: I think when the state sends them to you, it's up to the state. I don't really care how they picked those electoral votes. Like, that's their state's problem. I wouldn't want more Healy and Massachusetts deciding it for Texas or for Georgia or for anybody else. And, you know, I don't think other states can sue to disallow, you know, electoral votes from pennsylvania because we think the election was unfair there you know like states run elections that's how it goes
1: right and more than when ten... they
2: submit the votes there's not like there's not a special get out of jail free card for the vice president to get to undo it correct it is a thousand
5: votes or whatever the number was that were counted illegally once again that's core political speech
3: bringing up a criminal violation is somehow speech i mean it's the way it sounds like somebody saying that's a mighty fine uh, it's a mighty fine restaurant you have there. It'd be a shame if something happened to it.
4: I mean, which we talked about as well. Which is mm-hmm. the reason why people say it like that instead of "I'm going to burn your freaking place down unless you pay me." <laughs> is because it's protected. If you say it like that, right? It's not suggesting. And by the way, Trump was not suggesting. He didn't say it's a shame. I'm going to permanently No, he's not saying you're not. It's a shame you're not seeing this because something could happen to you. He didn't even go that far. He didn't say it's a shame. He didn't make it as cute as he could have made it if he wanted to. I think the guy was using emphasis. And by the way, Trump shouldn't have been making any of these phone calls or effing around at all with any of this stuff. He was like most people who get blown out or who lose elections that seems like they're supposed to win, especially that night. It breaks your mind. And that's, I think, what happened with him.
3: I mean, that's, it's no different
4: than, I mean, oh, it's a so big threat have, here have to
3: read, bring up a criminal offense. Have you read the First offense. Amendment? <laughs>
5: Oh, no, no. Chuck, have you read the First Amendment? I mean, political speech is the most protected speech, um, that we have under our Constitution. It's important to go back and read the text of the First Amendment. So you can actually say that a government official is acting criminally. That's protected by the First Amendment. If mm-hmm. we lose the First Amendment rights, then, then heaven forbid we lose the right to freedom right, of the press. Per- we lose the right for me to appear. We lose the right, we lose the right for you to you're, speak. You're not you allowed, you're, you're not allowed to use speech. Th-
3: you're not allowed to use speech, though, in order to get somebody to commit a crime. And what he was directing Rappensberger to, to do you're about was to, to advocate. So you have to. No. You're saying no. he didn't commit a you, crime. You have-
4: no, this is this is like the left not having gone over the facts that they're trying to that they're trying to turn into an attack. They didn't go because the rush to throw the the snowball is too so overwhelming that he didn't bother looking to see what he had. What he what he has. What Chuck Todd has here is not good, but it was not fabricate 11,000 more votes.
2: Right, no. And Trump never said anything like that. And by the way, telling people that you think that something they're doing is illegal is not illegal. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Definitely saying, I think what you're doing right now is criminal. That's obviously (laughs) protected speech. Like, it's not a threat. You need something a lot clearer than that to constitute a threat under constitutional law. It's just not... There's no there
4: there with this. And also... Is this isn't that's not John Loro's case? The...
2: No, it has nothing to do with the Georgia call at all. Right, that's a whole separate prosecution yes, that they're looking that's into. that's a state po- level prosecution. That's, that's going to be, be a up. separate be indictment. <laughs> Wait for
4: something, with. a new revelation to come out about Joe Biden's bribes, and that one you'll hear about that indictment. Yeah, then
2: they'll indict Trump yes. on that one. Haven't
5: you? You haven't read the cases because, for example, uh, you can encourage someone. I not- hate it when
4: I a caller when I'm debating, especially a fiery a debate with the caller, and he kept telling me, I haven't read the cases, you haven't read this, I haven't read this. Undoubtedly, I haven't. But still, it's like, shut up. Freaking, I mean, it's such a smokescreen thing to say. It's just like a feel You haven't read the case. In other words, you just simply have no credibility on this whatsoever. You haven't read the case. I'm not... I, I like John Laurel just fine, but I the debating technique, I find to be off-putting.
2: Well, yeah. And, I mean, it's a cop-out because, you know... It, there's a shorthand that a lot of people use when they're analyzing all of this stuff. The people who are on CNN and all and no, none of these people is reading all of these cases. They're reading summaries by legal experts that people are telling them, you know, this is the legal understanding of the case. Everyone's doing that. Yeah, they're not, you know, yeah, Jake Tapper but- doesn't sit down with a bunch of case law and comb no, no, through no. it in his spare
4: time. No, but what I'm saying is, it's one of these debating uh, and people mm-hmm. do this all over social media all the time. It's one of these debating uh, s- tactics, the strategies that's supposed to just de- disqualify you from the get-go. Right. So I remember when the Obamacare was being passed, a, a, a girl I had, woman I had uh, known in my early twenties, who then was in her late thirties. I was saying that Obama, this is terrible. that We have Obama here, care or whatever. And she, her, she said, Tom, you need to try living outside of the United States for once. I don't think you're seeing in other countries how good we have health care. Oh, I see. I'm disqualified already <laughs> because you live in uh, Tanzania, uh, and and I've just been stuck in the United States almost the whole time. Well, then I, I'm not. I'm not I don't don't know. I don't have your breadth of knowledge. You won't like elucidate on exactly what I'm getting wrong. I'm just you've. You've been very parochial, Tom. you just this is those of us in other places who have known enough to live outside of the of course you hated the United States anyway, back to John Laurel and T- Chuck Todd
5: not to register for selective service i could I could see you, Chuck, you mm-hmm. know registering for Vietnam, and I can go up to you and say, Chuck, don't register for that war it's a I violated the moral. law. keep walking, go home." No, that's protected speech. My speech no, is protected. Right. That's the point. You
3: coerce me to I, violate I, the law.
5: I, I can ask you I c no, no, no. And by the way, there's a Supreme Court case, you gotta read it right on point. A Hammerschmidt, and it says that's not illegal. You know, it, we can have this discussion, but people need to start it is looking interesting. carefully at what
2: it is interesting the left um you know coming out in favor of like cracking down on speech like when it comes down to the case law stuff like that, that, um, you know, like all of a sudden, we're the left is now against being able to tell people not to go fight in Vietnam mm-hmm. <laughs> because these are like cherished leftist yes. causes. That's also the fire in the crowded theater, um, phrase where that appears in a case that's not law because that decision is not the law of the land. It's been overturned, but, um, you know, the fire in the crowded theater was also used about that it was, you know, about distributing anti-war pamphlets that was considered. They tried to make the case that that was shouting fire in a crowded theater to distribute anti-war pamphlets. <laughs> and so, you know, the left obviously was against that crackdown on free speech at the t- at the time. But now, like anytime Trump says anything, they all come out with fire in a crowded theater. <laughs> so that's like a great argument that they just came up with just now.
5: What our country stands for, what the Constitution stands for, it applies to President Trump just like it applies to everyone else. If we eviscerate our First Amendment rights, we will no longer have a country where people can freely speak their minds.
3: Have you been able to find any evidence? I know the campaign paid for two studies that didn't find any evidence that would uh, find enough fraud to overturn the election. Have you found any evidence yet? Because you have said you plan on relitigating the 2020 election. And nobody has found any evidence to back up Donald Trump's claims. And it's been two and a half years.
5: We will be litigating the 2020 election because much of that has not been litigated. But what we do know, which is not in dispute under any circumstances, is that local state election officials changed the rules in the middle of the game. They sent out absentee ballots. And, and and all, hang on. I, look, I understand. You, you,
4: so this is obviously this is. Um, a very fallible line of defense that John Laura was saying. Yes, everybody did change the rules, but the administration had the chance to go after this preempt pre 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 pre, pre preliminarily, pre preemptively. Mm-hmm. You know, they they could have started the lawsuit. Well,
2: actually, all the changing of rules that happened happened under COVID laws that Trump signed. All no, like right. the money to do all that stuff, all the mail and voting and everything. All the special and elections
4: and all, but a lot of the stuff was done all... on the state level, obviously. Yeah, but so yeah, but the
2: money to do it at the state level came from these COVID bills that right. Trump. So passed. this is
4: a dis- disingenuous thing that, that the right has been trying to to say. It's like nobody was going to sue anybody or fight anything. If Trump leaves the winner that night, you know, right. things would be just, uh, no, I, I shouldn't say no. The Democrats would have. <laughs> well, they
2: would have, yeah, they would have tried, but they would have been wrong. Um, but because, don't you remember the idea was they thought that you know, Trump was using COVID in some way to somehow impact the elections. Don't you remember the hysteria over the mailboxes, right? He was using the USPS to steal mailboxes that they were taking away mailboxes. So people Mm -hmm. couldn't vote by mail and all this stuff, you know, Trump could have cracked down before the election and taken steps to ensure that there wasn't all this no excuse mail-in voting in all these key states. He could have taken steps and cracked down beforehand to make sure that this stuff didn't happen to put in place some kind of protections on this stuff. And he didn't. I mean, and, you know, the left would have been crying about it and screaming about mailboxes, but they would have lost and been screaming about mailboxes. Mm -hmm. Instead, Trump lost and this crying about mail-in voting. Right, and also, well, the the right
4: needs to... I mean, what they also could have done is, regardless of what they were saying on the ground, have the the get-out-the-vote efforts be uh, comprehensive. You know, bank bank votes just like the other guys do. I know it's easy for them, and they've got the uh, well-oiled machine now, but if the rules are cheaters' rules, then start cheating.
2: Right, so if the cheating is allowed cheating, Mm -hmm. if we've set up the rules to allow for these forms of cheating, then you know, then the right should get on it. The other thing that I think is going to be interesting is I see more people on the right kind of starting to make these arguments about who should be voting, right? And, like, part of the left's, like, ballot harvesting initiatives are coming from places like nursing homes or, like, when they go around to homeless people and get them all to fill out a ballot and mail it in right and then they're sending them in right if you watch the like uh, the 2000 mules movie is that Mm -hmm. what it's called That's a lot of what it is, is they're taking volunteer workers who are working at these organizations and they're paying them cash to be like, go around to all these homeless people, have them all fill out a ballot and then drop them all off. And in those states, that may not be illegal or people who work in a nursing home, you know, fill out a ballot for all these people who are here in this nursing home who maybe like aren't even of sound mind anymore who are like have dementia who are like happy who won't know anything about who's running for president or anything else and fill out ballots for all of them and then hand them in go to this apartment complex and all these names that are here you know fill them out and drop them off like and so it's a question of like you know there there's a a bit of a call on the right i would say not like through official channels i don't think any legislation has been proposed or anything but like you know who should be voting here right like and and to what degree is it okay for somebody to be influencing the vote of someone else that's why some states do have laws about whether or not you can handle someone else's ballots um you know some states don't have rules like that which i believe in like most of the 2000 mule states cases it's not actually illegal for like a nursing home worker to go in and fill out all the ballots and hand them in for the people right it has to be like a relative or something um who helps you do it but there's like There's a lot of this where it's like these ballots like really are not what we would consider like a legitimate vote. Then there's people who go who take it a step further. Like you had Vivek say this week, I believe, that he thinks people should have to take the naturalized citizens test. The test that you have to take if you um, become a citizen Mm -hmm. that uh, people should have to take that, be able to take that if they want to vote. Which that's going to immediately get. Beat. That's going to work for Republicans,
4: <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, that eliminate everybody college, in college. Yeah. Which is great. Uh, I'm all for it. I'm all for it.
2: Yeah, but of course, that's going to. It's not going to eliminate people that. There's going to be problems with who that eliminates.
4: I don't know what that means, but you're a racist.
2: So. <laughs> so. Let's
4: get a little bit more of this audio in before we have okay. to go to the Patreon only. Uh. By the way, we should probably just just roll through a couple of other things. It's Noah Gregson Gagson. Noah Gragson suspended by NASCAR for a liking insensitive meme about George Floyd. Did you see this? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it was a uh, George Floyd um, something about the knee on his head, a song. Do you know what do you know the the specifics?
2: I don't know the specifics of the case, but I know he was suspended from NASCAR for liking a George Floyd Under
4: needle. the knee. That's what it was. Under the knee. Okay. And he liked it. It was under the knee instead of under the sea from the oh. Little Mermaid. Um, and in this case, I think it's NASCAR's discretion. If if there is a man who was murdered and if they think that that kind of joke is not funny around them, then I don't have a... a So,
2: but it's interesting. Did you see what Elon's response is? No. So, Elon then tweeted this weekend, if you were treated unfairly by your employer due to posting or liking something on this platform, we will fund your legal bill. No limit. Let us know.
4: Ooh. Wow. That's going to be a lot of people.
2: And now Libs of TikTok already sent him someone. Kara Creates was fired for following Libs of TikTok. Trans activist appears to get woman fired for following Libs of TikTok on Twitter and Elon Musk says great let's have at it and his DM sent chat soon so interesting it is interesting i mean i don't know what legal recourse you have to not be fired for something you do on twitter actually
4: i don't know i mean you've sent out i'm sure there's social media policy uh stuff out there you've you've made it clear that I don't. I. I don't have a problem if if it's a private company and they say we don't want to be represented by people who think that joke is funny, then I don't think I have a, a problem with that. I mean, if he has if he has a free speech thing where he's got a different point to bring up, I mean, you get enough trouble as a company. Well the NASCAR has gone woke and they suck, and obviously I don't watch them. Yeah, just like the women's tennis, I'm done watching NASCAR. Mhm. Um. DeSantis is banning the sale of strategic assets like farmland to Communist Party members of China. Thoughts?
2: I mean, yeah, I think that's the smart decision. I think that's, you know, where a lot of people are on this. China has been buying a lot of farmland and land near a lot of like key infrastructure things i, I don't yeah, think that's a good thing yeah and you know what? screw it
4: you're just this these guys on a global scale are an adversary so screw it back to john laro on chuck todd You said this a, a
3: few times can i finish are, you asked Not you me this one because you're not, this you're was not allowing all, me to finish mr
5: laro no, 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 all of this was litigated you're, mr laro like, you're like the uh, biden no 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 don't get no, don't, no, politics
2: you, with me i have allowed
3: you to filibuster a lot i'm trying to legal with you all of this mr laro
2: Every no, single I'm getting legal with go you, ahead. No, you're, no. you're
3: trying to make a, uh, you're trying to create a confrontation is, for no reason, but go no, ahead. this
5: is n- no, I don't, I don't want to Chuck. I'm just trying to let you know that the criminal rules are different than what you're talking about in a criminal case. The government has a burden of proof what we don't have any requirement to prove anything. All we have to do is put the government to its test and one of the things that that will be shown at trial is that there were these um, institutional anomalies where state election officials unlawfully broke the law and Mr. Trump was entitled to petition government and and assert that he was right. That's part of the First Amendment protection. We don't have to prove fraud. People don't understand that. All we have to do is that President Trump was acting uh, in with his with his conviction that this election was conducted improperly.
3: Right. I just want to let viewers know that everything you've said and, and all that he actually went to the courts all of this was uh, was actually... I just want to de-
4: let viewers know. What do you mean? You are having a debate in front of the viewers. What do you mean? Right. This, you can't, uh, do, this is not for debate now. I just want to let viewers know. I'm talking to you. He went <laughs> to the court 61 times. Now, they did go to court a bunch of times. A lot of times, the case was never heard. Just simply dismissed immediately. So there was not right, like there were 60-something court cases. Like he's
2: saying, Donald Trump doesn't have to prove to win this case that there was widespread election fraud and he actually won the election. Right. That's not at issue. The government has to prove that he had criminal intent.
3: Right. Deemed legal that was done in the States. All of this was. But look, we're not debating not this. True. I got one That's last absolutely question for false. you.
4: I need to get yeah. you to... Okay, so we'll play the last question, which is, turns out not to be the last question. It turns to be about one of five questions because it gets heated on there. But we'll do that in the Patreon. Um, and if you... If you can't wait, I'll have probably the whole... All the I other. have more
2: stuff I want to talk about in the Patreon, too. All right.
4: All right. Um, so what um, is the Hot Sauce House? The Hot
2: Sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. And they, of course, bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline, where you can leave a message for the show.
4: So a lot of our normal... I wouldn't say normal. Our, our usual, I believe... I'm going to put this forward. I'm going to... Uh, and you can fact check this if you want, Else. I'm going to suggest that we only have two messages tonight because hordes of listeners are hungover. Could be. Some lost amongst the dunes in uh, Upper Cape Cod, Massachusetts, near Plymouth, Mass. Maybe even... Would you be surprised if some Minifans jumped into the area where The Rock is and hung out with The Rock? Not Dwayne Johnson. Plymouth Rock.
2: Um, I suppose not.
4: Hey, Tom, when it comes to having someone stalk you, are you looking yeah. for Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction or something no. a little less tamed? The thing with that is. The problem. My problem with Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction is that. 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 Is that um Oh wait, am I thinking of the wrong thing? I, I was thinking of the, is my problem with that is that he was also he was dating somebody else who was much more attractive. Although I think I'm thinking of I'm not oh no. Okay, I got it wrong. Wow, do you know Amanda Pete was in Fatal Attraction? I didn't know. She that. must have been the daughter then. I'm not thinking of Glenn Close in Fatal Attraction. Uh, I Glenn Close is I just looks wise, a little bird birdie looking. I did think she made it definitely a psycho, but not a cute psycho. Uh, what I was thinking was, um, what's the Sharon Stone movie where she's where she bears herself? No, you don't have that. Mm-mm. Um, Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone. Uh, you guys know. I don't know. Okay, it is. How come? Where is this? Just show me. Show us the movie. Movie made Sharon Stone famous. Basic Instinct. Okay. okay. In that one, the other woman who Michael Jackson was dating or having sex with was really one of the all-time uh, gorgeous women of all time. Of That's all what time. you're looking for in a Jean stalker? Triple Horn. Yeah. Jean Triplehorn. Yeah. Gene Triplehorn. That would have been mine. Yes. That's who we... That Give me that kind of psycho. Jean Triplehorn. Absolutely. Um... So, yes, no, I do not want uh, Glenn Close. I do appreciate the passion she had. And to b- b- boil somebody's bunny, like when the family's coming home, is that is serious business, but I that goes beyond, I think, being romantic. To
3: react to yeah. what's your client. Oh, sorry.
4: sorry, Chuck. <laughs> this is not the... Hold on.
2: Did you finish Steve's message? No, I didn't. I... Okay.
4: Chuck left one because if you are looking for less tamed, I can give you the number of a couple ex-girlfriends of mine who made me eventually change my phone number due to their stalking, and I'm sure that they'll be able to help there you out. There we go. Thanks, pal. Bye. There we go. Yeah, one time when I was um, leaving my... When I was moving out of Beacon Hill, the mm-hmm. an ex-girlfriend was sitting in her car across the cobblestone street there, just looking, peering over. And... It wasn't a good look. It was a, like, clinically dangerous <laughs> look. I think I did pursue her for dating again after that. Not, not surprisingly. Now, listen to this convention. This is very interesting, Alice. Okay. This is a deep cutish. WTF. Okay. John Sappacchetti, misspelled. Forward slash tripe. Mm hmm. 409. What does that mean? I don't know. George george.soros at comcast.net. Now, that's big if this is him. All right, Shattuck,
0: how can you expect yeah. us, the listeners, or actually probably me in particular, to have any respect for this cockamamie naming convention for the chat Chat <laughs> when, in fact, you can't even get it right yourself. What? Self. So Steve from Gloucester leaves a message clearly stating what it's about, who it's from, had to do with food, And then you go and play it on Burn Barrel Pod. Really? Listen, Mm -hmm. there's a line in Platoon. Did we?
2: Yeah, there's one that you played on both the food podcast and on the other one.
0: Listen, there's a line in Platoon. And it's when Tom Barron just says to, um, what's his name, Charlie Sheen. Yep. When the machine breaks down, we all break down. (laughs) Lead from the top, my friend. Stop crapping down.
4: That is incorrect. I had I uh, re- re- reject that wholeheartedly. Platoon was an excellent movie, a highly important movie, by the way. But I re- reject that totally. If you guys, if you can, you are sullying, Tim, at the naming convention. By the way, I would love to, Tim nowhere to be, nowhere I heard from. Was, it had a huge uh, um, cornhole tournament that I heard was fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, then was at KMS in Plymouth last night. No, not a peep out of him. I hope he's okay. A lot of people missing today, Alice.
2: Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, because that message was left, what, two days ago? Yes. So, no word. Um. Anyway, if you are watching on Patreon, just stay there because we're going to do more in the Patreon segment that's coming up. If you want to join that, that's patreon.com slash burnbarrel. If you want to just listen for free, which I totally get and relate to, then you can do that at burnbarrelpodcast.com. That's also where you can leave chat chat messages and find all the different places to listen.